Hello, Josef Barz here, and this is the first episode of the Lebenspraxis podcast, where we want to explore what is the Lebenspraxis and how do we practice properly, and generally also how to live a good life, which is very connected to the idea of the Lebenspraxis. Lebenspraxis, let me translate that into English as life, practice, is about seeing life as a practice and as things to as inheriting things to practice this is what the lebenspraxis in a nutshell is about so through the episodes we will also figure out together the why's about the lebenspraxis like what is the idea behind this, why shall we practice, what is this all about. But I want to start in this first episode uh, semi-practical, let's say. I want to talk with you about what is a foundation of a good practice. I want to talk with you about focus and orderliness. Focus and orderliness. Why is this important? And why would I say that this is the foundation of a good practice? And what is a good practice, actually? A good practice, I would say, is something that creates an effect. Something that is effective is a good practice. And for me personally, it is important also that I steer my own ship. What do I mean? That through my actions, I guide my life um, in a way or in a direction that I find good. And I want to develop throughout my life. I want to develop as a person. I want to develop my skills, my understanding of the world. Although there has to be a good balance with this, because you can get into a development trap. And we will talk about this at a later point. But for me personally, and I think probably you as a listener will agree, for me personally, it's important that my actions have an effect. Why does orderliness help? to create a proper effect in the practice. Orderliness helps you to focus. And we will talk about focus after. And it makes sure, like focusing, it makes sure that things are actually happening. What are the basics of orderliness? It's a big topic. There are many things included, we can say, but let's go first things first. First things first, I would say, is you need to have a plan. And the most basic thing of a plan that everyone should have is a calendar. Most people nowadays have a calendar. There are some people around that don't have a, a good calendar, let's say, that they can really trust. Yeah? A calendar is a bit all over the place. They don't even really know where the calendar is. So a good calendar... I would say is absolute bare minimum 
for a good practice. And how do you create a calendar or what does it mean to maintain a good calendar? First of all, you should be able to trust your calendar. So that's very important that all your meetings, all your dates, everything that includes other people needs to be in the calendar. That's very, very fundamental. Yeah. So if I have a meeting with someone and it's not in the calendar and therefore I cannot trust the calendar if I... Uh, look at it that everything that I will need to do that includes or, or that is a meeting with other people is in there then I run into trouble because then my brain will start to think uh, what is did I miss anything and so on and so forth so everything needs to be in the calendar that is a meeting shall there other things be in the calendar as well there's something to be discussable in the um, Getting Things Done method by David Allen, he proposes to keep a calendar more clean. So what he's proposing is that you are putting in the calendar only what really, really needs to be in the calendar means what needs to be done exactly at this point where it is in the calendar. So if I meet with Hans, on Tuesday 12 o'clock that needs to be in the calendar that's very very time sensitive but something like uh, um, starting to write a book he would probably say not to put that into the calendar because that's not actually so time sensitive and he would argue that this is degrading the importance of the calendar if there are things in there that are not so time sensitive and I personally tried this for a while and I um, I think it is very effective I think it's very good to do that but then started to have my time blocking in the calendar as well and not on a separate sheet like I had before what is time blocking this is something that uh, is Cal, Cal Newport is advocating a lot. Time blocking just means basically that you sit down, think about a day or a week and write down time blocks for what is happening at which time. Sounds a bit banal, but the important thing here is that you pre-plan your time and through that have clarity when what is happening and you're not at uh, Tuesday at 12 o'clock asking yourself what shall I do now but it's already decided by you before and you can directly go into action and this is especially important if you have lots of appointments or uh, contact with other people, people asking you for things because there is our time that we spend with other people, that we uh, have a bit of a back and forth of conversations or of ideas or whatever context you, you work in or you live in. And then we have, let's say, practice time, I would call it. So time where we dive deeper into things 
And I know that for many people, if they have a busy life, um, it can be actually difficult to make time for practice because practice is a long-term thing. It's a long-term thing that is not done after one time. And this creates also the feeling that it's not so important to, it's not so uh, such a thing to skip a session, which is true. It's not such a thing to skip a session. But <laughs> if this thing creates a habit and there's always other things more important, in that sense, someone calling or uh, an important thing to finish, blah, 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 then this will heavily reduce our practice time. And this is happening for people on a professional layer where they are not developing anymore because there's always too much work to do, to do your own development within your field. And on a... Um, uh, on a recreational, on a non-professional level, this is happening as well, that friends or family or the computer is asking for your attention and then the practice is not happening. So you need to understand that, the or you need to ask yourself, is the practice important for you? And if yes, you need to schedule that to make sure you are actually practicing that you have this time slot and you defend it. You defend it and obviously there are um, here and there more important things and for some people more often, for some people less often, that ask you to at least um, think about if you can actually practice now or if it's time for something else. To me it happens regularly that I need to evaluate again but I try to defend my practice slots. You need to understand that everything you want to explore needs first and foremost devotion of time. You need to devote time to the things. Time is the absolute base. Yeah, That's crucial to understand. It all starts with time. So block your time and defend that time. So if, no, if you are not used to pre-plan, I would start with just pre-planning uh, the next hour. Yeah. So if you have some free time at the moment, I would just think about what do I do in the next hour and then execute that also. You know, And that doesn't mean that you need to schedule every minute. It can be just one thing. Okay, in the next hour, I'm going to read a book. That's it. Yeah. And now you planned your next hour, you blocked your next hour for this. It's not about getting too detailed. Often uh, my practice blocks are just three hours of woodworking. And what I do exactly this will show in the practice. Yeah. You don't need to be too detailed. I think it's actually uh, a bad thing to be too detailed. Because in reality, then things are always, you always need to look what is happening. You always need to feel and so on. Yeah. So I try to plan bigger blocks. And within these blocks, let's say I improvise and I do the uh, practice with my plan 
and according to what's happening on that day. Okay, when you have a bit of practice with practicing uh, with scheduling one hour, with planning one hour, then the next thing would be to pre-plan a full day. Yeah, so on the evening before you plan your day, you think about what's happening, what's happening there. And as I said, you can use pretty big blocks in the beginning. You can you could start with two blocks like work as the first block and um, how do I say in English? Yeah, free time. Uh, free time is the other block, two blocks. And from there, get a bit more accurate and maybe um, get, uh, at some point you will arrive at, okay, this takes half an hour, this takes one hour, this takes five hours. Don't bother about doing things about, yeah, in this minute, this, in this minute, this, in this minute, that. I don't think that's actually uh, very intelligent to go too much into this, as I already said. But start to plan days. And then you would do that for a few weeks, planning the next day. And once you get a feeling for your days, how, how you plan a day and how does that work out? Because, I mean, super often we plan something and then the day turns out to be completely different. That's completely normal. If this is happening, this is part of the thing. Planning a day doesn't mean that you need to, like a slave, execute exactly what's on your calendar. Yeah? You get more precise through time if you want. Like you get more close to writing down into your uh, calendar and executing what is actually written there if you want that. Okay, but already the, the planning is the first step. And don't bother if, okay, at 12 o'clock I had scheduled to do some practice, but, when, but then uh, uh, my wife broke her leg and I had to bring her to the hospital and now I couldn't practice and that's a very, very bad thing. Yeah? <laughs> okay, so you, you, need to be, you need to stay relaxed with it, obviously. Taking things serious in a relaxed way. That's the key. And after you have experience with planning a day, the next thing is to practice planning a week. So on Sunday evening or maybe already on Saturday. Some people will maybe even do it on Friday already. Sit down and plan your next Week. Sometimes there can be some blanks where you're unsure what's happening there. Why not? Especially in the uh, beginning that's, that, that will happen. And I like to have such times in my plan also where I can say, okay, this is, this is some open time uh, where I don't know yet what's happening and let's see what comes up. So I can be flexible if people say, hey, do we, uh, do we have time to meet? Next week and say, yeah, I have this um, slot here. Uh, yeah, let's meet together to do something. Or where I realize, ah, oh, that's actually a nice time to do some extra practice or, 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 or whatever. So that can be also there in the uh, weekly, in a weekly plan where you block your time for everything that you need to do and as well your practice should be in there when do you want to practice
practice. Make time for that. In the book um, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which has a terrible, the book has a terrible title, but it's actually much less, let's say, uh, 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 capitalistic how <laughs> from, from how it sounds. It's a very nice book. I really, I really like it. Um, and I really dislike that it has this terrible title. In this book, um, he or his son, actually, the version that I read, it has some updates from his son. And his son uh, talks about um, the planning habits of his father who wrote the book. And he, uh, say, he, he, he talks about how his father came into and, yeah, and told him and his uh, siblings that they're going to Germany uh, from the USA. They, they are going to have a vacation in Germany and they were all very excited and um, asking when, when are we going to Germany? And he said, in three years, <laughs> in three years we're going to Germany. So that's how much some people uh, pre-plan their time. Just putting into perspective that pre-planning a week is sort of beginner level in that sense. Now let's get a bit um, more directly to, to practicing. And what I want to talk about is uh, an observation that I find very interesting, um, which is how foreign it is for many people to have a training plan. So the people that train with us, that um, do our online coaching, that do our trainer course, our one-year trainer course, and yeah, in general, the things that we offer where you get a training plan, there are different, um, different services that we offer there. For ma many, many, many of them, I hear it all the time, is, is, is way more than 50% of people say this that they have never trained with a training plan or they have never trained, uh, they've never did a structured training like this. And this is people that train for a long time. Yeah, or do what at least they call training or what is called training. But I would even ask, is this actually a training happening, uh, what they're doing? Because they then also realize, oh wow, the development that I had through the years was actually not so much because I didn't really channel things. I didn't go into a certain direction with the plan, uh, with the training. And this is where um, a training plan can, can have a huge, can make a huge difference. Doesn't matter if you write it by yourself, someone else is writing it, it all works. Yeah. But to, it doesn't even matter if you write it down. It can be in your head, your training plan. Yeah, maybe not for beginners, but uh, I very often have my training plan uh, just in my head and I know what I want to work on, how I want to work on it and with the, my weekly plan, planning when I want to work on it and so on and so forth. But people are really not used to this orderly training. Yeah, Some are also confused by it. Maybe they feel a bit um, uh, imprisoned by it, ah, I'm not so free with this plan and so on. Uh, okay, that's a temperament thing, but the effectiveness of the of a training plan is 
is very clear for everyone. Also for the people that don't like it. It's clear for them that if I follow a plan, which means if I uh, follow a, re a regimen of uh, an effective regimen of how many times I practice in a week, how long is a practice, what exercises do I do, what do I aim for, what do I, um, what do I reflect on, what do I check, and what is my bigger goal, what is my goal for a session, and so on. This works. This works, this is proven. If you have a proper training plan, you will effectively develop especially if before you were uh, just sort of training whatever, sometimes like that, sometimes like this, not even knowing what you do in the next five seconds, jumping around from here to there. Okay, enough for this first episode. Let's sum it up. So I claim that focus and orderliness is the base of the practice of a good practice and to start with orderliness start with having a good calendar and to bring more orderliness orderliness directly into your actual practice session have a training plan create a training plan for yourself or let someone else create a training plan for you we will explore that topics further in the next episodes i mentioned three external resources. One was Getting Things Done by David Allen, then the work of Cal Newport and especially time block planning and the book The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen R. Covey. If you want to support this format that I'm doing here, this podcast about the Lebenspraxis, please comment, write me what you uh, want to have discussed here and if you listen to this on something like Apple Podcast, leave a rating there, you can leave a comment there. It's especially nice to leave a comment, especially obviously if you like the work, I would appreciate if you tell other people that's something worth to listen to. You can also obviously send me an email with anything that you want to mention to contact at Barts. .de contact with two Ks, the German version. But as long as you put at josephbass.de, whatever you put, I will receive the email. And if you want to dive deeper into our work, into our practice, please have a look at our website, have a look at our services, at our different possibilities to receive coaching from us and to train with us. And that's it for today. Until next episode. Have a great day.